I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in the Catskill Mountain town of Hunter, New York. And I'm Scott Blakeman on New York's famed Upper East Side. As the NFL playoffs move into the second round this weekend, I'm reminded of last Sunday when Tommy and I enjoyed two football matchups in record time, thanks to the space-age technology of the DVR. Yes, both the boring and the thrilling games were shown to us without having to endure commercial interruptions, which is only mandatory viewing for comedians who still do. And how about those commercials jokes? <laughs> but about midway through the tense Dallas-San Francisco game, the DVR reached the point where we were thrust back into real time. Robbed of our commercial zapping powers, we sat back and in a you can't beat him, join him kind of way. We actually enjoyed the rather humorous Geico and Progressive ads, which taught both of us that living in real time really isn't so bad after all. Yes, Scotty, it was truly an adventure in time control and self-control. See, for years, I used the digital video recorder for every TV show I watch, including the one, the one spare sport I care about, football. I now need to fast forward through commercials and large portions of the game that involve such boring things as setting up the, to hike the ball and waiting for the booth to review a contested play. And if a team I don't like is winning, Sky, I'm not ashamed to admit that I sometimes speed up the actual action and and when that team has the ball, but only after a certain amount of soul searching. So when I watched my DVR of this Dallas San Francisco game, actually when we watched it, while it was still in progress, while the game was still in progress, I got nervous because at that moment that you described came to pass, when that, when that happened, when we ran out of recorded viewage well before the game ended, we were back in my least favorite time period, the present. Scotty, I didn't let on, but I was afraid. Yes, afraid that I didn't have the stamina and the patience to sit through commercials or worse, halftime football talking heads. But we did it. And I have to say, real time is slower, has commercials, and makes me feel impatient and powerless to speed things up. But Scotty, like the actual football players on this field, I found an inner ruggedness in me that I didn't know I had. Well, and, and let's, uh, Tommy, you didn't leave any of that on the field. Yeah. All that I, ruggedness. Because if you leave it, then yeah. the, the comes they'll call you and go, you left your you know, yeah. newfound ruggedness on the field. Do you want to pick it up now? Or, yeah. And, and then you got to go back to the field. And then, and, and yeah. by that time, it's, you know, maybe they've, they've run over it with one of their lawnmowers. <laughs> you, you don't know. You don't no, know no, what's going to happen. And it's embarrassing. Yeah, you pick it up and, oh, that's the guy's taking some of his ruggedness. So, yeah, it's, don't leave it on the field. But no, no we left. It, yeah. uh, but, but, but we did do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I'm proud of myself. And I guess I do feel, you know, years for years, of course, we admire the football players' athletic prowess. But after what I went through watching real-time TV with you. And you, and I realize you're better at it than I am. There's well, no that's the key, Tommy, because we come from, you know, uh, we didn't know we didn't have DVRs. Up. <laughs> we, which is true. Yeah, we do. because true. Yeah, because it hadn't been it. invented. But, but I still come from that era, Tommy. I, you know, I've had yeah. access to it on, on occasion, but I've only yeah. used it to the traditional, oh, yeah, I've got that on, on TiVo or DVR. We could watch it another time, which I never do, by the way. And my yeah. feeling is like, 
I mean, I'm going to save this Meet the Press from 19, you know, from 2019. Never watch it. But but you, uh, so I basically have watched in real time. And then, of course, when I well, go that to was, your place, it, it's it was different. A real, but, yeah, it, I mean, it's, that was a... Uh, 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 just one of those times when when uh, and here's the interesting thing when the VCR came out I mean there's many interesting things um, yeah. uh, but um, back when the the first you know recording device was the old VCR remember that with the yeah. with those big uh, half inch tapes or quarter inch tapes and and uh, you know and and that was a big deal you know people talked about time shifting. Yep. That was a term. That was an actual term that didn't really catch on. But it really is true. I mean, you 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 can condense time using the DVR, using the the VCR or the DVR. But of course, as we discussed, also once you have a football game uh, that you've recorded, you don't want to hear any score. We talked about that. It's, well, yeah, well, that goes back. To, I remember an old yeah. Buffalo Bill episode with a marvelous Dabby yeah. Coleman. It's a very funny show. And and as you say in the VCR days, he had mentioned and he was kind of not a pleasant character and the guy said yeah i'm taping the videotaping the buffalo sabers hockey game he said oh yeah they lost three to one you go, oh that wasn't very nice you know no and they, but it changed that was the groundbreaking moment that was just so transformative and i think people did pay attention that now we always talk about the new groundbreaking moments that people are very kind of blase about and and as i said this dvr is space age technology because the vcr was, yeah, uh, I don't have to watch the news at 6.30. I don't have to watch Friends. I could record it, especially when we were out you know, doing our comedy, whatever you, you oh, wow, I, I can actually still see it. So that was groundbreaking. But the DVR, as you say, it's time travel or uh, skipping time travel. Time control. Like you yeah. can actually compress time. So I watch a football game that, and, and it's been said that at football game, somebody figured out that it's only about 11 minutes of actual action yeah. in the two hours of where there's actual play. I don't know. If, that doesn't seem. I guess it would have to be at least the bottom, bare minimum 60 minutes. Yeah, there has to be a bare minimum. It may not be exciting action, but no. Have to be doing something. Yeah, I, I, of course, it has to be a bare minimum of 60 minutes. Uh, uh, but it, it, the, the the game it always comes out to about two hours long. Oh, oh with three all, hours. I think. Uh, okay. Even uh, college football, uh, uh, you know, I thought those, they must speed it up because uh, in the Ivy League, I thought I went to a Columbia Penn game. I thought it would be like an hour because they have to get back to class and study. But it, <laughs> they actually, they have TV timeouts in Ivy League college football. And it's like, uh, and I'm, that's something that you, you when yeah. you're there and you go, why don't they just keep playing? And they literally yeah. we just kind of, eh, I'm just kind of standing around looking at the grass team. while the commercial is run. Yeah. And and, the, and then the the, the uh, program, the, the football program gets more money. Uh, I, I, there's there's a lot to unpack there. But I I, I actually do think that that uh, um, there is something wondrous about watching multiple games, which we did. Yeah. In, in a shorter amount of time. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, I do that all the time during football season. I'll watch as many games as I can and just, but as fast as I can and sometimes speeding them up. And I, I hate to do that, but sometimes I get so mad when, uh, you know, that a team I don't like, like Dallas, you know, yeah. is, is doing well and they're moving the football up and I just don't want, and I just speed it up. And no, you don't I want do to feel be... a kind yeah. of guilt about that. Like, well, uh, I don't uh, think the players know, I, I, I don't think that they know. I'm not saying I'm sure they don't know. Yeah, but they, Some, they could be listening to this podcast. No, absolutely. And they're going, well, I don't understand. Like, you don't fast forward to a 
comedy set if you you know you want to no. make a certain joke <laughs> and uh so they might feel like hey i even though i was losing by a lot i yeah. still made a good catch why did you have to right and, and, so- and hey just because we're winning and you don't like us you want to speed up our play that uh, i do worry that the word will get back to the football players and i'll get that call you don't want again yeah. from from you know some uh you know pick a player you know on, on dallas uh what's the quarterback's oh uh, yeah the interesting name that he has yeah. I, I can't think of what it is well yes. the only name we everyone knows is rob gronkowski of the now <laughs> rob, Buccaneers. Rob, uh but he would be the type well, of imagine rob gronkowski call, calls right. me up and say hey what's the deal uh, uh about your speeding up during during the games you know and 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 i'd be like well how do you even know about this that's that would freak me out first well of all. you know tommy the way i look at it is if we could have this space age technology of dvrs is it even that incredible to imagine that the players themselves would know who was speeding through it's really only one small step beyond yeah. that oh, and right, by the right. way oh, he would call you a nickname they'd call you speedy speedy sound pot yeah it sounds yeah, sound like yeah, but it was sound- laced with a derision. <laughs> That's right, and, 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 uh, and it's all in the tone of voice. Here comes Speedy. Well, that's that's. I mean, you you always want a, me to real you know NFL football player, but you yeah. don't want them calling you up and 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 berating you and calling you Speedy uh, because you zip through some of the plays commercials. Uh, uh, yeah, by the same token, yeah, and also for me though, that does leave an opening for me. Not that I'm gonna play that card necessarily but that could save us because if they saw us walking on irving place let's say doing our co unelected self-appointed co-mayor duties yeah they might try to lump us together oh here are the speedies yeah You're speeding through your walk did you speed through brunch yeah. did you speed through your omelet you know that kind of thing and yeah. that, they're not going to hurt us but they're you know throwing some digs and then i then they see me and they know that i'm a conventional watch the commercials watch well, that's what you hope. I, that yeah. you hope that they don't, you know, tar you with the same brush that they tar me. Yeah. Uh, and and these are football, and these are big guys. They're, you know, you feel a little bit intimidated, to be honest. Oh, a yeah. bunch of football players come over. You're the guy that speeds through, like, and I'm like, you know, of course, I'm. I, I would, you know, I I don't know. Would I deny it? Would I? Would I just own up to it? Would I? Would I apologize and say it was a stupid, stupid thing? I'm a different person now. I've learned yeah. so much. Well, you could say you accidentally. Uh, you don't recall doing it. You could start yeah. with that. Uh, then, does, how do you not know you? My recollection. I have a different yeah. recollection of, of yeah the of that moment. I mean, maybe I accidentally hit a button uh, and it, I yeah. couldn't figure out. You know how that. But, that, but then they would go that. to the record. They probably have some printout. Uh, yeah, but on this yeah. game, you've speeded through, and then. You know, that's the thing. And they and then and then you, you know, uh, uh, there's uh, that's that's, the, you know, I, I just don't I guess you can tell by my voice. It, it this this the prospect of a bunch of football players coming it's up around you on Irving Place. And again, Irving, I don't Irving. say it's going to be West Side Story. It's not going to be any physicality, but you don't think standing, so. No, but there's some standing oh, around okay. you. Saying so, you like to speed through in the tone. That is yeah, intimidating it's enough. intimidating. It's intimidating yeah. even, and the fact that they haven't done it doesn't make it any less intimidating. Right, like the, they, they could they could do it at any point. So there's that tension. Like you're walking down the street, there's a bunch of football just gonna like a car comes speeding up, and a bunch of football players get out, <laughs> and 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 they're just standing in front of you, and you go, "You're are you Tom Saunders?" And and of course, I'm not gonna deny that I'm Tom Saunders. No, no, because they they'll know that. Yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, they'll know it, but they just want to see if I will lie about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I don't think they're lying. 
is going to work on any of this. So I think it has to be, like you said, to be contrite. And, and again, hopefully whatever role I can play, Tommy, in saving you from this is say like, hey, I, he was white with me. Well, you could just say, uh, well, actually, guys, uh, halfway through the Dallas game, we did go back to real time. And we yeah. can talk about what we just talked about in the beginning, how it was an epiphany, how uh, uh, going forward. So you're not denying the past, but going forward, you're going to catch every action packed second. Scotty, I, I, I'm almost welling up with tears of gratitude for what you would do under that hypothetical situation, because uh, uh, some people, I think, under those circumstances would throw me under the bus. And yeah. by the way, who how did that phrase throwing somebody under the butt like you yeah. actually throw somebody well that's like, the that's, throwing part is so you that's could, the part in, i don't get yeah in, i mean yeah, i could, know it's a metaphor but uh, you know metaphors need to be grounded in some version of of physical reality how did it ever be a bus and why throwing yeah. and and uh and why what? would that be something i mean that's pretty serious stuff to, to, to put someone under a bus that, yeah, now, that's, if it's that, parked that's, at a bus terminal the, yeah, that is not true. moving you, you, you get it's, oh, my God, the injuries of being thrown under the bus. But, of course, the bus could be high up. You know, the wheels could be high, so it doesn't really hurt you at all. If well, you're if under you the gently bus. go, could you just kind of get under the bus while it's not going to be moving? That's yeah. more you're being oh. chastised, chasing. Oh, that's right. Hurt. But uh, the other See, kind that's is the very good. That's the that that is that's probably better. That's the one I hope bus. for. But but yeah. sadly, want, it's a very well, violent imagery. It's really very violent. It's not it's never you know, proportional to what you're referring to. It's like, yeah, Never. the Democrats threw Al Franken under the bus. Well, yes, they abandoned him. They, they shouldn't have uh, forced him to resign, but still, there's no but bus. He, he didn't have to be under a bus. No. And, and you're right. Uh, uh, if it's a non-moving bus like or, or a moving bus, that it, you don't really, that, that's, that's the, the uh, phrase, the cliche doesn't really explain which, you know, if, if being thrown on a non-moving bus is undignified, but it's not necessarily dangerous yeah and that's what we hope people have in mind by the way tommy i say this people say yeah well, they even come up with that imagery of a non-moving bus well tommy interestingly enough this is kind of touching i grew up in my part of brooklyn manhattan beach mm -hmm. three blocks away from the last stop of the at, at it's the b49 bus and the b1 bus because it was the b21 when i was growing up so i literally lived uh, my first stop was the terminus oh. there's this curved area by the manhattan wow. beach and I, so I saw buses, Tommy, because people who live on 95th, yeah. what do you mean the bus sat there? What, the fire <laughs> blew or the, the, you know, the engine went, no, yeah. it sat there because it was off duty. It was, you know, wow. the driver could stand up and stretch out and maybe in the old yep. days have a cigarette yep. and, and, and you'd wait in the cold. Can I get on the bus now? And sometimes they'd let you in. Sometimes it would be closed. So I know all about the bus terminus. Last stop, everyone yeah. off and the first stop. Well, I see, you know, I mean, I've grown up my, my whole life. I've never seen a bus terminus in my whole life. No, I mean, most people uh, haven't, really. You know, you, it, it, and you, you think, well, there's got to be one. You know, they've got to stop at some point. But you actually were at the, the and, and the terminus. It's such a Latin sounding name. Yeah, I, I like to refer to it as that because it wasn't a terminal. There was no port authority. It was open air. But and that's all I knew. Time. I didn't know that I lived at the last and first stop <laughs> of the bus. I thought everybody, everybody, everybody got on at the last or the first stop. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that there were people just waiting halfway in through the route and it never stopped. Isn't that interesting? And you, but, it, but that was your life. That was, that was my strange. Life. Like growing up a, a cod fisherman in, in, in Gloucester, Massachusetts, you thought <laughs> everybody fished for cod. Yeah. No, 
uh, uh, indeed, Scotty. That that was, and yet here's the wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, you you don't lord it over. Uh, you've never lorded that over me. I didn't even know that until you mentioned it right. I very now. rarely. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever mentioned it publicly, <laughs> and and it's and also and by the same token, and and literally, that's what we used to use on the bus a token. <laughs> So that's actually not even a cliche. No, that's speaking, describing things. Yes. And and it's by the token. You're not holding the token. You're just standing by the tokens on the ground. I don't know how that works. You're by the token. Or is it on a table and you're next to the table? Yeah, by the same token. By the same token. I can say with the same token. Oh, yeah. But but by the same token is, is, uh, again, one of those mysteries of language that I I don't know. But without in the old days, well, in the old days, Tommy, it was finding quarters. As we yeah, as we had to do, and then it was a token, and then many only in the last as in my adult years, the Metro card. Uh, oh, that 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 changed everything. But I remember having subway tokens, and there, and then they would yeah. change the token. You would have to quickly uh, cash them in for new tokens, and what yeah. a, what a you know, the little metal things that would jingle around in your pocket, like yeah, and like you had some differentiated old between a fifteenth-century Dutch tradesman. Yeah. You know. Well, also it had like the carved Y or something. Yeah. So you knew, and when you fell around your pockets quickly to get it, the quarter was smooth all the way around, but the token oh. had an open end. But Tommy, I skipped one thing. What? It was the time, and, and, and I I buried it for yeah. obvious reasons because it's been mm-hmm. traumatic. Some cities still had it, or maybe still do. When you could put a dollar bill in and add change, and that to me, Tommy, bane of my existence. I, so many times that dollar bill and those comes back at you. Even now, sometimes you have to slip a dollar in a machine to get a ticket, and it you have to it fold it. It rejects you your to, dollar. It rejects the dollar, and you go, "I did it right. I folded yeah. it. It's perfect." And it comes back out, and, and, and then it was you not counterfeit. Out. But but the machine. Yeah. Is implying that you're a, passing a counterfeit dollar. That's that's I, that's what I resent about those old yeah. Well, they where they would you counterfeit, would counterfeit, whoop, whoop, yeah, whoop, counterfeit, <laughs> and that's not the case. And then just the sheer thing of people lined up behind you. Come on, buddy, let's go. Yeah, oh my god, the dollar bill it just won't go in. It keeps coming back out. So I have many memories of that in many cities, and thankfully that's part of uh, this nation's past. Uh, ugly well, past. Scotty, you know, uh, sadly, what you uh, uh, you just jog something else in my memory uh in, uh and and uh, talking about people waiting in line while you try to f- uh, fuss with something parking in la yeah uh it, it these parking garages it got rid of the meters you know individual meters and they have these these uh just a single machine that you're supposed to go you know remember your the number of your parking spot yeah right punch yeah. it in and then and then put your credit card in or d- dollars and then it comes back, you know, but uh, 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 it, and it was always very they're, they're always difficult to understand. There's always somebody in front of you uh, from another country who's struggling with it and you're waiting, waiting for those things. And so you're the, the, the angry guy waiting for the person struggling with the machine, with the parking machine, sticking money in or credit cards and trying to figure out how to, yeah. how to work it. Or you're that person who's struggling with it because the machine is being recalcitrant. complicated. In fact, just when I was in Clearwater, Florida a few weeks ago, uh, there was a parking lot near the Palm Pavilion Inn where I was eating about right by the beach. And this guy just says, hey, do you know how to work these parts? Like, he was frustrated. Do you know how this thing? I just got charged $50 for 10 minutes. And I go, yeah, I don't have a car. I don't really know. Sorry. But <laughs> but if it's a universal, I'll tell you, if I ran for office. I don't really have a car. I, I don't have anything. And I, well, I how, you how, had how to have reveal you what you had and didn't have. Otherwise, if you hadn't yeah. said, I, I don't have a car, you'd just say, I don't know. They go, what do you mean you don't know? 
yeah, aren't you going to your car now? When yeah. you, you don't never park it, you know. So I really had to get that information. I like, right? I'm, I'm, I'm as good yeah, as someone who doesn't understand English. I mean, that was the key. But Tommy, uh, the yeah. uh, I just got a revelation. I could run for any office. Again, I'm not looking for the. Let me just state clearly. I'm yeah. happy with the work we do as unelected, self-appointed commercial place. I don't have my eye on any higher unelected, self-appointed office. Let me just oh, tell well. you that. But let me just say, if I did. Yeah. I could run on a let's make parking uh, much easier to figure out. And even for people who don't park, I think I'd get a heat. You know, that could be a great platform, but I'm not planning on doing that. But it is an issue that people need to look at it. And, and, and how ironically you don't yeah. have a car. And right. That would, that would yeah. be the New York Times story on, on, on you. And, yeah. and, and first of all, I, I do appreciate the fact that you're you have you're not you're not planning to turn our unelected co-mayor status into a, a, a higher unelected uh, self-appointed <laughs> office I, no I, I i think that you know i mean that, look i'm happy uh, i just want to get elected next uh, unelected next time yeah yeah know? to be re re-unelected re-unelected we, we, we announced it by on a previous podcast that we announced we're we're up for uh, uh re-unelection and and yeah. uh, re self-appointing and and yeah. some people might say well isn't that something you can control and going yeah if only yeah, yeah. That, that, especially that, people you know, who aren't like, in in politics. Yeah, nothing they, is that easy. And no. it seems like, yeah. Well, why don't you just do it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah by you the can't way, if just... only uh, I, I have not, I haven't said that in years, and I don't think people say that anymore, do they? If, if only. only. Uh, I I don't know. That's a good question. It sounds familiar. It doesn't sound or as if. Uh, and you pointed out the as other day if time, uh, as if became overused. That's yeah, as and you if. pointed out something, or uh, yeah. maybe someone else from the Midwest did. Uh, uh, are you, what was the thing? Oh, oh will you come with? Oh, a Midwest expression. That's a Midwestern expression. Yeah. That is. You want to come with? And I think that still is out there. Uh, I, I assumed it was, a, you know, I didn't know that that was, when I grew up in the Midwest, I didn't know that that was a Midwestern. I just thought everybody said, come with. Can you imagine if I had, had gone to New York and, and said that to somebody in those days? Uh, oh. I, uh, um, <laughs> I, can you, and you I pass mean, by the Groyer Club that had the grammar exhibit. <laughs> some guy would come down and go, come, come with come, what? Come yeah. with who? Come with. Yes. Come, and he barraged you with other words. Yeah. You cry? I, I, well, because you would be a kid. Well, I'd be a kid. Start. I'd be a 12 year old. I went to New York when I was about that age. And yeah. and uh, uh, I, I didn't get into any conversations with any locals. So that's good. I've dodged that bullet because I oh, yeah. said, hey, we're going back to the World's Fair. You want to come with? And then they'd be like, what? Huh? That's what you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear. You don't want to see a bunch of football players yelling at you for speeding, uh, speeding up your VCR. And you don't want to hear some New Yorker go, huh? In in a sarcastic way. I'm with what? Come with who? Yeah, come with who? I don't know. It's just come with. I'm just 12. And I'm from the Midwest. We say that back there. Yeah. No, that I'm so glad. Well, Tommy, that fits into our long running. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Yeah. Really, you would not be the same Tom Saunders sitting here right now if you had had that experience. No, I I would never have come back to New York, which I did. I now live in New York. Yeah. Had I had had that experience, I'd be like, no, sir, I don't want to go back to where they're sarcastic about Midwestern phrases. No, no, no way. No way. Uh, uh, no, you, that's you, true. You couldn't drag people... me there. And by the way, yeah. of course you couldn't drag me there. It, it would be no. a thousand miles of dragging. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, it's obvious that you wouldn't want to be and you couldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, obviously. But there are people who have had that. Oh, I don't know how you people live in New York City. Uh, but then there's also the pop soda 
thing, which when yes. I went to, I was a cherub at the National High School Institute at Northwestern. A that was cherub? Is that what thing. you called it? Well, it was this wonderful program. It still exists. I think it was the summer before my junior year, I believe. And mm-hmm. I was at the Medill, you know, they had it for Medill, they had it for speed, uh, drama and, and various pursuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, the first thing, because it was a bunch of us from New York, but then the Midwesters, the first thing, first day, they'd surround me going, they had a can of Coke. Of, what do you, what, what do you call this? And that was the thing. That was the test, Tommy. And I was petrified uh-huh. because I wanted yeah. to get the right. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted you, to be popular. You want to be one of the crowd. One of the crowd. I want to be an outcast for no. six weeks. So, uh, and I, I think maybe I said, maybe I got around it. I said, Coke. Which actually <laughs> was the right answer because they called it pop and we called it soda or yeah. in Brooklyn, soda. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, uh, no. It, it, and to this day, that's true. I go back to my family. So, do you want some pop? And I just can't. And I think uh, it's my sister making fun of her Midwestern roots. No, yeah. she she actually said pop. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's it's to me, I, I love regionalism. So I, yeah. I it, it, so much even regional accents seem to be disappearing. Yeah, the uh, few and far between. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I always love those whenever I travel, even just going down to Kentucky and people would say, uh, uh, you know, you all and 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 um, uh uh, all these little sort of su- southernisms that are gone and uh yeah. of course you know not, we we have a bad association with the south uh, but, but even even midwest or even even uh, you know other parts of the country I mean, the south and new england i mean certainly still people have it but brooklyn now you know when i grew up we all had brooklyn accents and now uh, you'd be hard pressed and again i don't know where that came from to find people it's usually that because many people are not from new york or even the ones who grew up there they they don't have the regionalism as much as uh, something just the same way you don't have as many of the mom and pop stores or the mm-hmm. local cuisine and everything becomes homogenized so we uh, miss those things Tommy. well we do and scotty here's another fascinating fact i mean now you've uncorked it's amazing how wide-ranging this podcast is oh, today yeah. uh, uh, but uh uh, this is uh, something fascinating I saw on TCM, the Turner Classic Movie Channel. Yeah. Uh, they were doing uh, a series of movies that featured uh, actors speaking in an accent. Wow. That was their, that was the, the the thing that these movies and they showed the the, the uh, Philadelphia Story, wonderful movie, of oh, course, yeah. and and um, and explained that that the the um, Australian woman who who introduces the movies these days explained that. Well, it, uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn and, and others featured the this thing called the transatlantic accent, which mm. is this accent that's somewhere between uh, England, New England, and actual England. Yeah, exactly. And, so that was a that was a uh, an accent, and that's Catherine Hepburn. That, yeah, that, that was that very yeah, and they were from America, you know. But is that yes? Uh, why? Who are you to say it was that very? That was that's what, the accent we do when we're doing the the uh, when, when when we're um, travelogues. Yeah, the travelogue announcers and the and the great booming announcers of, of the great documentaries and 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 newsreels of, of the days of yore. That was the transatlantic accent, which is gone. They they used to teach it in private schools. I didn't realize this. Wow, but in prep schools, growing in, in up until World War Two. For some reason, after World War Two, they said, you know what? Let's ditch this transatlantic accent, and that's and let's talk like Nebraska people. I'm telling you, Scotty, that yeah. was one of the most amazing discoveries. When I went to Nebraska, they don't have the Midwestern accent like Chicago does, and yeah. up from Chicago to, to uh, Buffalo, New York. No, it's in, in 
Detroit on the way. Literally, none of it. It's just it's the, it's the identical accent to the Upper East Side of New York to this it's very day. Very plain and and it's very look well, Cavett and and uh, Donnie Carson. Carson and as a broadcaster, if you want to be a broadcaster, that's the place to, to uh, be from. I'm probably unconsciously imitating that accent as are you at this. Yeah, point. well, that's the uh, you know, but it is amazing how that's changed and also theater, but. The movies of the 30s and 40s, it was always that kind of translation. It was also even my mom sort of had the Brooklyn, I think even then that is the Brooklyn British accent, I would say. It was always sort of this, uh, yes, well, the teachers had chocolate. You know, it was sort of this mixed thing, which doesn't exist now. And even the great Ben Grauer, who we've referenced on the show, who would count the ball down in Times Square. He was the one who originally said the following program is brought to you in living color on NBC and. But he was a, a New York accent, but it still had this grand. Yes, yeah, they, they ga- I don't know why they gather, but they gather every year. Here they are. Well, why do they do it? I don't know. But as the year, Mayor Lindsay, <laughs> he's negotiating with Michael Quill now as the ball comes. Out. So it was, but it was this grand, and we need to bring it back. That's well, what, that's why we need to start uh, have a whole series of a- accent schools yeah. that um, we'll bring back the transatlantic accent. Yeah, I think yeah. that's you know. and and. Uh, by the way, okay. just quickly, Tommy, that yes. would be uh, unlikely demonstrations. Like, you know, you see it now, raise minimum wage or, you know, quality of this. How about a demonstration? Bring back the transatlantic accent. The accent from the transatlantic. That's what the yeah, Gloria yeah, Vanderbilt. Remember those commercials? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if our listeners will remember. People thousands uh, listening to this podcast a thousand years from now should know that Gloria Vanderbilt, after her family lost all its money, they... She went into the jeans business quite successfully and quite successfully. And she, I'm Gloria Vanderbilt. And that was definitely the, the, the prep school transatlantic action. Oh, yeah. Sure. She's from America. You know, she grew yes. up or wherever it was. And, but it's fascinating that the whole voice and it's it's it, and we as you say, Tommy, the homogeneity now where, you know, everyone sort of has that same kind of sound and we miss right. so rich stuff. So let's. But we do our part, bring but, but, it back by doing our travelogue announcer voice and all that. But maybe we need to say it right now, here and now, Tommy. Yeah. Let's bring back the transatlantic accent and other regionalism. Well, uh, uh, and, and let me just play devil's advocate um, yeah. uh, 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 and say, yay, devil. Go devil. Isn't that what it well, is? Yeah, that's basically what a devil's act should yeah. be. It should be focused on the devil. Like on the uh, devil. The devil's and the devil's yeah. Give the devil his due. He's yeah, not it's a like bad, a, so yeah, bad. The devil's and, not that bad. I mean, not he makes so, some mistakes along the way. But, right. And, yeah. and, and, and he pay and, and, and they were stupid mistakes. And, he, and he's a different yeah. devil now. But yeah. OK. And having done that, let me also say that there are some people who would say that the and, and, and this is absolutely true, that the that the transatlantic accent that was taught in prep schools was del- a deliberate class distinction. Mm, elitist. Where, it, yeah. Elitist. It was absolutely elitist. It was, uh, uh, you were teaching your, your, your children to sound more cultured and, and uh, uh, well, actually more British, let's well, be yeah, honest, yeah. And, and than, than the uh, hoi polloi of Brooklyn and, and the Midwest. And, and so in that sense, maybe that was a... Uh, you know, after World War Two, they were just said, you know what, let's just be Americans and 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 try to just be middle class people. That was the well, that's great... a good point. Well, I think FDR was the last president because he had that today, December 7th, 1941. Yeah. They grew up in New York State. That was absolutely the transatlantic FDR. Yeah. Now, some might say John F. Kennedy had a prep school because it was very different, they say, from the actual Boston accent, which yeah. is rather harsh. 
but the, it, 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 so it was more grand and that's true. Yeah, it was a more Massachusetts, you know, sort sort of a thing, but a, a kind of sound. I, I I loved it when I was a kid. I thought oh, yeah. Kennedy then, was had an amazing accent. Still love I, it and Camelot. Now the thing is, try to sound as dumb as possible, or to try to sound just very ordinary, like yeah, I'm a regular guy. You know, do the drop your G's and all that stuff. Yeah, I've heard of. You know, decades ago, to you know, yeah, I'm hanging out. What are we hanging? And, well, and, I uh, notice that people drop their G's when they're talking about things they like to do. I'm going. Yeah. I think maybe we we talked about this in the past, but it it, it bears it bears uh, repeating yeah. repeating that. Uh, Why know, must repeating I'm going be fair? fishing? You know, yeah. when somebody says I'm going fishing, they uh, you know, they, they, it's different from when they say I'm going to prison. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> you know, having, it's okay. Going, yeah, going. I'm going fishing because you love to fish. Fishing yeah. is ah, not it's it's a familiar and good. Or I'm going drinking. I remember people when yeah. I used to work in Waterbury, Connecticut. The 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 uh, people who worked in my company that I was supervisor of would would try to get me. They're saying we're going drinking tonight, like drinking. Yeah. People would go, and that was like that was they. You knew you liked. They, well, they yeah, liked and they drinking don't say because they dropped the G at the yeah, end. Yeah, well, of also the part of it could drinking. be drinking. They're so anxious to start drinking or going fishing that they go, let's save some time, as we point out. So, you know, it adds up over a lifetime, Tommy, by dropping G. So I think that's the plus side of dropping G's. You know, Sarah Palin was the negative side or people like that. But 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 the fishermen and the well, not so much the drinkers, but fishermen, certainly uh, my hat's off. My fishing hat uh, is off to them for dropping a G so they get out there and fish. Well, you know, it, it, uh, it, that's the controversial part of it. Yeah. Does it save time or is it just easier? Like if you think about I'm going fishing, when you say the ing side, uh, the, the ing sound, the ing, yeah. it's a very complex sound that you make with your tongue that you and don't you have, have to, to do with, with you, when you drop the G. Yeah. So yeah. it actually saves not only time, but also energy. So you can fish more or drink uh, more exactly and also tommy it's a smoother way of speaking because well you know going fishing sounds like one long word but going fishing and you're basically saying the same thing and fishing so the ing does seem very thing. superfluous there exactly and it's it makes it sound more like it's work with that ing exactly. sound at the yeah. end but fishing you know you're you're gonna have a good time oh yeah yeah and when you hang that shingle on your general store going fishing means you're you know, closing the store for a week that's right gone fishing gone fishing yeah that's another one and, yeah. and and there would be and some people would put an apostrophe at the end of the end to indicate that yeah i know there's a g that's supposed to be there but <laughs> yeah. but we're not we're leaving it off for now now tommy as we recap as we always yeah. do it really each time we recap i have to pinch myself uh, did we really cover all these things in 35 minutes it almost I, seems I like my head that's how by I, the way no one would want to DVR through this podcast. You'd be missing <laughs> thousands. You, 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 you couldn't do it. There's no commercials. No. And every bit of this is pure meat of entertainment. Oh, there's nothing you would go, oh, yeah, they're just talking about the there's replay. No, or there's the no gristle. No, no gristle. There's no. Uh, Once in a while, I'll I'll not know exactly what the next word I want to say is. And that, but that maybe but that's happens. That's a second, really. And, and, it, it, and, and then you could DVR past that. But I then you'd have the thing where, oh, I just missed that word again. Yeah, go back. that's so right. You spend it's more time. Just sit through. Yeah, the, just that extra second. little moment. Of, it's, it's Really, it is a second. It's about. Yeah, the, the DVRing would take longer to figure out than listening for a second. Yeah, so, yeah. 
that's, and- that's a little tip for anybody. And no, so we started with football. And again, yeah. maybe when we did, Tommy, some of the uh, people who aren't, it may not even be a one sport or their one sport is not your one sport football. They might have said, oh, football, 35 minutes. No, because we're never only about one thing. We're about 90 things at least. Uh, no, there's so many things on this. Uh, and again, I, I use the word wide ranging. That's that's a word oh, that's, yeah. been, that's well, used a lot these days. But it's true. And again, Tommy, in this podcast this universe, we live in. So what's your podcast about? And I have to say something. I hem and haw. I, I fump yeah. for which I haven't said that word publicly because I can't really. What what was this? This was about so many things. They would have to go on to work at a certain yeah. point that we couldn't tell them all. Yes. But you know what the great thing is? Anyone listening to this does know yes. all the things we talked about. So that's and the it all. It fits together in one river of something, and we're we're still trying to figure out exactly what that is. But yeah, Scotty, I'm glad you you. Uh, in a way, I'm glad you hem and haw, and you don't just hem. Yeah, that you both you, you finish it and you go, you do the hemming and yeah. the hawing. Yeah, well, that's you don't leave out the idea, a, a tailor. A lot of people. Yeah, exactly. But by hawing, you're then I'm you're, an orator. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, well. Uh, thrilling scotty uh, i i i feel like our cup runneth over once again i'm yeah i'm gonna have to say though i, I sadly i i'm going to re- not sad that i'm not going to remain tom saunders but i do remain Sa- tom saunders no and i as much as we want to keep going we will of course our next episode but i remain sincerely your scott blakeman and we're getting through this